let's let's assume that you stayed in homeschooling through the end of high school, and let's say you get into the same school. And what is it? R- RPI, Rensselaer, right? Let, let's say that you end up in the same place, but that you never set foot in a public high school. Do you think that you could have prepared yourself? I mean, of course it's possible, but I mean, is it reasonable to expect that a student could prepare herself or with the help of family or whatever, and then enter a university and have the success that you're having? Like, could you be doing similar quality work without public school backing that up? I think to an extent, I don't think anything could actually prepare me for the work I'm doing unless I was doing hands-on work with like chemicals and like in the lab. If I was homeschooled during that period, I would be like reading more textbooks just for the fun of it. And I would be like digesting more rather than taking in the material for an exam. I would do it for myself and based on like my interests. The only reason I would be more successful. I don't think anything could prepare me for this environment other than. And it's probably my own like misconceptions of homeschooling or unschooling or just anything outside of the traditional format. But I just imagine that everybody comes out ready to like, be a, a, a humanities major or like a farmer. Like I, I think of the things like I can read, I can talk, I can write, I can do work in my yard. And I, I know that I know there are plenty of students who go into STEM fields from that background. But for some reason in, in my mind, there's like a disconnect there where like somehow entering into a technical or a STEM field in my mind, somehow like more requires the formal school experience. And I don't know if that's true. That's that, really interesting because the way I used to think of schooling while I was homeschooled is that every every grade is supposed to build upon each other, right? And then elementary school, middle school is supposed to build upon elementary school and high school is supposed to build upon middle school knowledge. I think my experience has been, even through, through college, that even in every intro class, no intro class has assumed that I had any knowledge. So even when I was going into college and I was taking intro level biology or whatever class I was taking, every professor assumes you don't know anything about that subject. So in theory, you could have been unschooled, like truly unschooled through college and sat in, sat in all these classes and, did, and done fine. Um, so it's really, so then I think that begs the question, what is it that helps a student be successful in that type of environment if it's not the knowledge base itself. And I think yep. it comes back to my homeschooling experience where it's probably, you know, being able to self, be a self-starter and teach yourself certain concepts and be able to ask good questions and have those kind of softer skills that kind of, I think, allow students to be successful in whatever class they take, whether it be a super STEM heavy class or a liberal arts. I'm making a note here so that I remember what I just thought of, but you know, we, we learn about like logical fallacies and the ways you can like make a bad argument or we, we it's just, a, it's poorly structured or whatever. I, I think I'm going to create a list of things called educational fallacies that teachers and principals say and do. And we just like take it sort of as a gospel thing, or we just accept it like every time. And I, and I, I remember thinking this when I was in high school and I believe it even more now as a teacher every time you're doing something in school and you say, why, why are we doing this? Like how, when do I need this? And the teacher's answer is, well, you're going to need this in college. Like I, that teacher, there should be like a little like shock collar or something. It just <laughs> like, that is never an acceptable answer because if the only reason you're learning it now is because you'll need it in college later, that would essentially say that the only reason that you're in school right now is because we're training you to become a professor that it doesn't make any sense. And to your point, 
you're right, a lot of the basic information is covered in intro courses, which really points out that maybe you didn't need to know that for college because they were going to reteach it anyway. Yeah, I think that maybe the only exception is math, like a math sort of a class, but people are always so surprised when we tell them that I was able to, for instance, go straight to an honors AP level class in high school, not having done any science through all of my homeschooling. So in homeschooling, my mom decided to only focus us on English and math because that's what the county tests you on. So we didn't learn any other, any other subject really. Yet we were able to kind of jump into the high school curriculum and do fine. Um, I think part of that is my mom's theory is that kids are born natural learners. So whether or not there's a formal curriculum in front of them, if they're interested about something that's scientific or something within history, they're going to open up a book or Google it um, or find some sort of way to learn whatever they're curious about. I, you know, and I would tend to agree. And I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot in there to unpack, but I would tend to agree. And I've actually made this argument a lot over the last several years. And now that I'm doing a podcast, I find myself repeating it more. But the, the classic three R's, the reading, writing, and arithmetic is, you know, what you used to get out of schools. And we've added so many things in terms of standards and standardized tests. And there's so much more in the curriculum. And I really, really do believe that if by the time you walk out of school, you are a strong reader, you're at least a solid writer. And you can do basic arithmetic, maybe the first parts of algebra one, maybe the first half of geometry. Like you don't even need all of geometry or all of algebra one. Like the average person, that's probably all you really need. And if you have those skills, you could teach yourself anything else. If you can read, you can write, and you can do arithmetic and a little basic algebra with a library card or internet access, there's probably nothing in the world you couldn't teach yourself. And so I very much would agree with your mom that that's probably the essential piece. My question about that, though, and I've, I've met your mother once or twice, and she's lovely. <laughs> and she, she is, she's really, she's, she's funny, and she's charismatic, and she's one of a very small handful of people that I've ever met in my life that talks more than I do. <laughs> and, and we had like a prolonged conversation, but it's great. I'm, I'm wondering, do you think that how she views children has a lot to do with, say, her, your father, like with, with her vision of family and what people are like? Like, if you had parents who were less enthusiastic or less educated or less intelligent or whatever that may be, would that have worked out the same? Is your success with a very basic, just do the literacy and the numeracy piece and the rest will work itself out. How much of that works for everyone versus how much of that is dependent upon who you are or the situation you were raised in? Yeah. It's the quintessential nature versus nurture question. Yeah. I mean, and it's, and it's always both. I'm, I'm yeah. just trying to figure out like if we had to lean in a direction here. <laughs> um, I think it's an interesting, I think it's an interesting question.